It is really good to be here together with you again. This is Peter Malinowski, Dr. Peter. It is week 18 in the Resilient Catholics community. We are together on our pilgrimage toward greater internal integration. We're really starting to focus in on our parts now, really starting to connect, spending longer periods of time doing our part sessions. That's kind of what we're focusing on now. And we're not leaving any of our parts behind no part left behind so in week 18 this present week we're continuing our preparations to do deeper work with our parts in a more focused way we're learning about what bonnie weiss and jay early call sessions or parts sessions last week in week 17 we focused on detecting parts today In week 18, we're going deeper into not only detecting different protector parts that can arise during part sessions, but we're also learning how to work with those protectors constructively, bringing them into a cooperative and collaborative relationship with yourself as yourself leads and guides your system. We did not have new reading for today. I'm drawing from Jay Early's book, Self Therapy, especially from chapter nine. That's the companion volume to our workbook by Bonnie Weiss. And it's all about keeping your parts sessions on track. It's easy for parts sessions to get off track. We're going to be focusing on keeping them on track. Just a quick review, though. Remember parts detection that we discussed last week, it's essentially being able to recognize when parts are getting activated or triggered, when they are blending, when they are threatening to to take over your system. A parts session is a specific dedicated period of time, usually at least 10 minutes, it can last up to 90 minutes, when you focus on connecting with and developing a relationship with a target part in a deliberate way. You can think of a part session as a special time to identify a part, to listen to that part, to connect with that part, and to understand that single target part, really getting to know that part. It's about finding that target part, connecting with it, learning about it, hearing that part's story, understanding that part's point of view, and understanding that part's experiences in greater depth, and also how that part makes sense of its experiences. That's the narrative. That's the story that the part has made up about its experience to understand its experience. Ultimately, when we spend time with these parts, it's about loving those parts. Now, maybe you haven't started a part session on your own yet. Maybe it's been a really busy time. That's okay. We're going to continue to do part sessions together in these weekly company meetings. The experiential exercise today is going to be a parts session. And I'm going to continue to give you lots of resources to help you with the structure if you need it for working with your own parts in parts sessions. Now, parts detection, it's really important when you want to take the next step of starting a parts session because recognizing concerned protector parts when they arise in part sessions, that's so important. It's a first step. And it's more than most people ever do because most people never even think about parts and they don't think about these protector parts coming in and doing various things that can disrupt the capacity for a person to connect with parts of themselves. Naturally, questions arise. What do I do if I'm aware that I've blended partially with a concerned protector in a part session, then what? And that's what we're discussing today, how to work cooperatively and collaboratively with your concerned protector parts. 
Now, remember, concerned protector parts, they have agendas. They have opinions about other parts. Concerned protector parts are the ones that get blended with the self, and they have concerns about the target part that you're focusing on. And we named six different kinds of concern protectors that might rise up when you are in a part session. We just briefly named them last week in week 17. The judgmental part, an avoidant part, an analytical part, an impatient part, and a part that feels inadequate or worthless, and a skeptical part. So those were parts that we addressed last week briefly. And we are now going to move on to how do we work with these parts? So I'm going to give you some general principles first. These general principles apply across the board to all concerned protector parts. When you notice that there's a concerned protector part, you want to get to know that concerned protector part. You want to connect with it. You want to establish trust. That's really primary. You want to understand and be able to connect with that concerned part's good intentions, how it's trying to help, You want to be able to understand and listen to what that concerned part is afraid of, what is driving it to disrupt the process of your part session, and then you want to see if it can soften and relax back to allow you as the self to continue working with your target part. Once in a while, sometimes it'll happen that a concerned protector part cannot or will not soften and relax back. Then you shift your focus to the concerned protector and make that part your target part. There's always a reason why a concerned protector will not soften or relax back. And usually the reason has to do with concerns about safety. All right, so we're going to review these parts. We're going to start with the judgmental part. And this is a part that is up often when you notice you have negative feelings toward your target part, anger toward the target part or frustration or irritation or maybe fear. And the attitudes or positions that a judgmental part takes toward your target part could be criticism, sort of saying, like saying to the, to the target part, what's wrong with you, right? This judgmental part judges and condemns the target part, points out all its flaws, all its mistakes, all its issues. And this judgmental part can be very guarded, not wanting you to engage with that target part, really preferring to try to suppress the target part. This is the most common type of concern protector that arises during parts sessions. Internal critics often play the role of judging and condemning and rejecting our target parts. And so what do we do when a judgmental part is up? Well, again, we want to establish trust. We want to understand that this part has concerns. And we want to identify and acknowledge the judgmental part's good intentions. The good intentions, this judgmental part is actually trying to help when it is condemning or judging or coming down on your target part. So we want to connect with this judgmental part. We want to understand its fears. We want to be able to grip on to why the judging part is so critical of our target part. And and we can explain to that judgmental part that the attitude of judging isn't effective. It's not helpful in its mission. It's not helping it carry out its good intention. Other parts of good intentions too, including our target part. Sometimes judging parts can be pretty reluctant to soften back or allow space. And sometimes they need a lot of patience. So we want to work with them with a lot of thoughtfulness and patience. All right, so avoidant parts, avoidant parts. Okay, so this could be a part that just wants to stop the work, wants you to move away 
from connecting with all your parts. And this part might, for example, get engaged in procrastination, right? That's a clue, right? Somehow not quite getting around to your part session, even though you intended to do it this afternoon or this evening, you just never quite got around to it. The the avoidant part invites you to do something else, right? It's thinking of your to-do list or your planner or your schedule. Or if there is a part session that you've started, there could be boredom coming in, daydreaming, a lot of focus on little distracting noises. This avoidant part wants you to avoid dealing with your target part. Or maybe it's the exile that your target part is protecting or protecting against. Avoidant parts can bring up confusion. They can bring up a sense of being lost. You can't remember what the target part was sharing with you. You lose track of where you are in the IFS work. You lose touch with the target part. And so when we work with these avoidant parts, again, the first thing we want to establish trust. We want to identify and acknowledge that this avoidant part is trying to help us. For example, trying to keep us from being overwhelmed with grief or with anger. A lot of times avoidant parts don't know that exiled parts can regulate the intensity of their experience and how they share it. They don't have to blend. Exiles can work collaboratively and cooperatively if they choose to, if they're invited to have a seat at the table, if they're invited into the cooperative and collaborative work. You can explain to the avoidant part that distraction and avoidance isn't effective. It's not helpful in its mission to achieve its good intention. Now, we 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 want to be careful here that we're not being taken over by a lecturing part or by an analytical part or something like that that is trying to do this with the avoidant part. We really want it to come from self. And you as the self can lead and guide your system. You as the self can bear the pain of engaging with the target part. And remember, the target part can regulate how much intensity it shares. It doesn't have to blend and overwhelm with its experience. And if you notice there's a lot of distraction, you might bring in some help. You could be listening to one of the recordings of the experiential exercises that I've offered you that can help to cue you and help you reorient. Or you might work with another person, perhaps an IFS-informed therapist or a coach or maybe even a friend. So that's the avoidant part. So an analytical part or an intellectual part. Let's say that you have a target part that's terrified of giving a presentation at work. And your analytical part is focused on trying to figure out why your frightened target part is frightened. And it's focused on providing solutions rather than being open and receptive and curious about the fear that your target part has about that presentation at work. Your concerned protector is analyzing the target part rather than allowing you as self to enter into relationship with your target part. Remember, we want to hear from the target part. We want to hear what the target part wants to share with us rather than have an analytical part interpret the target part's experience for us. The self is curious. When you are in self, you want to listen to the target part rather than to hear a report on the target part that's composed by the analytical part. Therefore, there's no need to rush to solutions or try to convince a target part by arguments. So if you have an analytical part that's up, you want to establish trust. Again, you want to validate the analytical part's good intentions, you know, the intentions to try to understand the the target part. You want to connect with and understand the analytical part's fears and why the analytical part is shying away from allowing the target part to speak for itself, why it won't let the target part speak directly to the self. 
And you can explain that analyzing the target part isn't nearly as effective or helpful as hearing directly from the part. That's where we get the best explanations and answers. You as the self can work with the target part in a way that doesn't blend so much with the target part and a reasonable relationship with the target part is possible. All right, so an analytical part. But we have also an impatient part, very common again, right? A part is hurrying to get results, to make progress. That's the clue, right? Impatient parts can sometimes be a little trickier to detect, and they don't trust the process to unfold in due time. They don't trust that the process will unfold organically. They want to push the process along. And so these impatient parts, when they blend, they often attempt to connect with an exiled part before the protectors that guard that exile are ready for it. This is very common in a lot of trauma therapies. Many trauma therapists focus on exiles at the expense of gaining the trust of the protectors. Sometimes there's a lot of frustration that these impatient parts have with protectors. The impatient part wonders why those protectors can't just see that they're not helping, that they're getting in the way. Why are those protectors so resistant, right? And there's this great quote from Jay Early, which is this, self doesn't push. When you're in self, you know that you are headed toward healing, but you're not in a rush. You're not hurrying the process. So when an impatient part disrespects other concerned parts' concerns, that slows down the process, it leads to polarizations. And a resistant part is just a concerned protector who is not yet ready to let the work continue. That's all it is, and it's important to attend to that. There's reasons for it. So when we work with impatient parts, we want to establish trust. We want to validate the part's good intentions. We want to align with the goal of the impatient part, but the means are entirely different. We're not trying to rush the process. We really are wanting to bring our target part into relationship and also the concerned protectors that protect against or protect that target part. Rushing the process isn't nearly as effective or helpful as allowing the process to naturally progress. And we get much farther with cooperation and collaboration from all the parts. You as the self can work with those concerned protectors in a way that allows them to feel part of the process rather than badgered or bullied. All right, so that's about the impatient part. And then there's parts that feel inadequate. You know, this, this kind of uh, concerned protector might say something like, I'm no good at this. We can't do this work. We're not good at this. Again, this can be common, especially early in your process of using IFS to help inform your internal work. Parts might doubt healing. They might believe that you are too damaged or too needy or too wounded. And these parts that feel inadequate can be pretty downhearted and pessimistic about process. It's really important to remember that you are not inadequate for this work. It's just a part of you that feels inadequate. And when you feel that way, that part is taken over and blended with you. So when we work with parts that feel inadequate, we want to reassure them. We want to ask them to unblend, relax, and soften back. Let the part know that you as the self can do this. And yes, you're learning, but you have support. You have support in the RCC. You have support in our community together. And a protector that is derailing the process is doing so because it doesn't feel safe. We can work with those protectors. We have the means to be able to connect with them and bring them into relationship in a cooperative and collaborative way. So we will find that way. 
And you can ask the part that feels inadequate what it is worried would happen if it did unblend and give you, the self, space to do the IFS-informed work with your system. If that part still won't unblend, make that part your target part. Any part that refuses to unblend, that becomes your target part. And finally, the skeptical part. This part might say something like, are you sure you're just not making these parts up? How do you know this is all for real? You know, they could be skeptical of IFS-informed process, or whether or not it really works, whether or not the concepts in IFS-informed work really are true, or it could be worried that the IFS-informed process will work and that it'll lead to changes that the skeptical part might fear. Right? IFS has this long history of being really successful. There's been lots of successes from lots and lots and lots of therapists, and now outcome research backs that up. And a part might be worried about other things, skeptical about other things, you know, false memories, for example. You can let parts know that any memories that might come up will hold lightly. We can see where this leads, right? Sometimes skeptics might be concerned about the morality of doing IFS therapy. Does God approve? Sometimes there are scrupulous parts that can be skeptical. Is this okay? Are we just making excuses for bad behavior by putting it on a part of us? You know, and sometimes parts might be worried about making false accusations. You know, what if we understand something wrongly? Well, you can raise your concerns in our forums in the RCC. There's places to do that, office hours, conversation hours. There's ways to connect with us. And we can work through those questions. So we talked about how judgmental parts, avoidant parts, analytical parts, impatient parts, and parts that feel inadequate or worthless, and skeptical parts can come up. We want to get to know those concerned parts. We want to connect with them. We want to establish trust. We want to connect with those concerned parts' good intentions, see how they're trying to help. And we want to find out what the concerned parts are afraid of, what's driving those concerned parts to disrupt the process of your part session. And then see if those concerned parts can soften and relax back to allow you to continue working with your target part. If the concerned protector parts cannot or will not soften and relax back, then you shift your focus to the concerned protector and make that part, that concerned protector, your target part. Because there's a reason why that concerned protector will not soften or relax back. We need to take that reason seriously. So, in the discussion after this, you know, with five minutes or so of discussion, do you resonate with any of these parts? Do you resonate with any of these parts that we've talked about that can come up and interfere with the process of an IFS session? Do you have any similar parts that come up with concerns in your IFS sessions? And is it okay for any of your parts to mention that to your company members? Then when you're ready to come back for the experiential exercise, get your parts journals handy. We're going we're gonna to dive into something that is going to help you get in touch with different parts of you that might have concerns about doing IFS-informed work within your own system. So I'll see you on the other side. Take care. God bless.